0: Thank you. Too busy, and that's a bit too much. They call on me by name, you see, All my special touch. To the gentlemen, I'm misfortune, to the ladies, I'm surprise. But call me by any name, anyway, it's all the same. I'm the fly in your suit, I'm the kettle in your shoe. Even if you're bad, I'm a bump on every head I don't feel on which you slip, I'm the kid in every head I'm the thorn in your side, makes you wriggle and cry And it's so easy when you're evil This is the life you see, the devil dips his head to me I do it all because I'm evil While there's children to make sad While there's candy to be had While there's pockets left to pick While there's grannies left to drip. down Several tips is up to me I do it all because I'm evil And I do it all for free Your tears are all
1: Podcast, and you're listening to DJ Parallel.
2: Welcome to another episode of the Nexus of Evil. This is your host, DJ Parallax, and you just heard When You're Evil from Voltaire. And as starting the show off, as always, is Wreath of Barbs by Wumpscut. Um, today, today's show, or tonight's show actually, is a After Dragon Con special, and uh, I have a special co-host with me today. Uh, TG Mondolf, my con-going buddy, actually the person responsible for me going to Dragon Con this year, so um, he's actually going to co-host the show with me today. Hello.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. So Dragon Con was a fun experience. Um, both uh, me and TG Mondolf uh, got to finally meet up with Renee from the Aztalan Turf um another member of our department of evil that we have going on on twitter over there you probably have seen the hashtags a bunch of times uh on like everything that we do and all evil (laughs) things and all evil things that we say on twitter um yeah we we shouldn't apologize for that but anyways (laughs) that wouldn't make us very evil now would it um, but anyways, um, Dragon Con was an amazing, uh, definitely an amazing experience. Uh, it was my
3: first Dragon
2: Con. And, uh, and
3: my first as well. My first full Dragon Con, anyway.
2: You you enjoyed it as much as I did?
3: Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of things going on at Dragon Con. Um, not only just constant chaos of costumes and people and events and... Uh, being able to you know run into people that you wouldn't otherwise meet in your normal life, so lots of fun
2: and the exciting part was uh for me was that I got to meet uh jennifer uh area so uh that that was like my total geek out fanboy moment that I had there um as most of you can tell from my Facebook picture, I just got this smile from like that like pretty much covers my whole entire face in the in the photo there. <laughs> But but that's my
3: geek out fanboy moment,
2: as most of you know.
3: That's okay. I actually had two of them. Um, I got to finally meet uh, Michelle Belanger, author of Psychic uh, Vampire Codex, and um, uh, a bunch of other books, anyway. But um, and uh, I got introduced to Kalena Price for the first time, and she's really awesome too. And of course, also got to meet uh, Aria with you and another really sweet individual. And, of course, Renee of Aslan Turf. So, yeah, it was great all the way around.
2: It was uh, it was definitely an exciting show. Um, definitely memories we're going to have for the uh, uh, for the rest of my life, you know, for the rest of our lives. We're just going to remember that day. Um, we'll talk more about Dragon Con coming up after the set. But to start the set off, I have some Area, Cell Mod, Assemblage 23, Zombie Girl, and Zombie Nation. Uh, From the Shaun of the Dead soundtrack, that is. And I'll catch you guys after the set.
1: Yeah To We should stay inside. Come on, we can take them. the, the man said to stay
3: indoors. Oh, fuck the man. Look, as long as they're out there and we're
1: in here, we're safe. The attackers
4: can be stopped by removing the head or destroying the brain. Any zombies out there?
1: Who say that? What? That. What? That. The Z word Z-word. Don't say it. Why not? Because it's ridiculous.
4: Are there any out there? them? Oh, no, there they are. Zombie! The zombies.
2: Starting that set off was "Horrible Dream" by Area. After that was "You Destroy" featuring Jared Lambert by Selmon. After that was "Greed" by Assemblage Twenty Three. Following that was "Bleeder" by Zombie Girl, and after that was Kerncraft Four Hundred um, by Zombie Nation from the sh- sh- uh. Shaun of the Dead soundtrack. <laughs> All right, <laughs> yeah, I you had a zombie moment there i completely did have a zombie moment <laughs> it's that whole thing when they said in Shaun of the dead you know you act like a zombie that that was my poor excuse for a zombie anyways well um it's quite funny here that i was uh, tg mondel's with me on this episode of the nexus of evil and it's so funny how um both him and i have completely different version of uh, completely different ways of how we do our podcasts um so I'm kind of throwing him through a loop, and then he's showing me different things. I'm like, oh, you can do that? And it's like, okay. So, you know, we definitely got some uh, different variations. So who knows? Nexus of Evil could get, like, some more technical advances, if you want to call them that.
3: I just structure all my pieces differently,
2: that's all. <laughs> all right, listen, I'm recording on a rock band microphone. <laughs> okay, whatever works. I'm, I'm cheap when it, when it comes to things. Um, anyways, the, uh, the first song starting off the set was uh, Horrible Dream by Aria. That was the song that she closed off her concert with, which was an amazing, amazing concert. Um, I-, I can't stress how amazing it was. Even, even like the uh, people that were running the like light departments at Dragon Con, didn't turn
3: on the lights for the first 30 minutes. I say It was a great show, even though it was in the dark for half of the show, which totally was not her fault. <laughs> and that was that was uh, the the technical difficulties at Dragon Con at the time. But when you know the lights came up, of course it was a full on show for the second half, and it was fucking awesome. So,
2: <laughs> well, dur- during that time it wasn't completely dark. We had the uh, s- Star Wars fans with their lightsabers helping light 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 the way. You know the uh, the def- the various red blue. Orange lightsabers lit the uh, concert hall. Dragon Con, man, only
3: at Dragon Con.
2: Yes, only at Dragon Con can a performer perform while lightsabers are lighting
3: up the stage. Oh, and there was actually a full on lightsaber uh, duel going on in the uh, back behind all the people who were standing up at the stage um, before where the actual seating was. There were like, two guys with blue lightsabers just like wailing on each other through the whole time. It was great. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yes. Um, again, only at DragonCon, folks. Only at DragonCon. Um, but no, it was a fantastic concert. Um, it, it, I've been waiting two years to see Area Live, um, and it was everything that I hoped it could be. Very much energetic. You know, um, I wish it was went on longer, but at DragonCon, uh, each performer only has an hour, so. It's it's kind of sad. I wish it lasted longer, but at the same time, um, the crowd was energetic. You know, Jennifer and the you know area, the you know live band. It, it just was. Uh, it was it was energetic all the way around, and you could feel that energy standing. You know, even in the back of the room, um, which unfortunately we had to do um, at some points
3: because walking around at Dragon Con kills the back of your legs and back. Yeah, uh, that's the only bad thing, I guess, about Dragon Con is you're pretty much, you get there at pretty, as early as you can in the morning, uh, most of the uh, panels and stuff start at like 10 or whatever, so people are showing up around 8 and stuff like that, but um, yeah, you're pretty much walking around non-stop between five hotels on, what is it, six, blo- six blocks or something like that, um, you know, constantly going to different things, and, and, you're, and we were up, I mean, the... Uh, and I mean, it hurt. the show didn't start till you know after midnight. So, you know, you're up from early in the morning till late, late at night, and then Dragon Dance doesn't even start till 3 a.m. And it goes on until like you know six or seven, depending. So, yeah, I mean, it's a it's a long thing if you're actually there for the whole the whole deals and you're on your feet most of the time. So.
2: But uh, sure as hell As soon as as energy recained We both charged the stage And it wasn't too long after that So it wasn't too long after the start of the show But, uh, no, DragonCon was phenomenal. Like we said, we got to uh, finally meet up with Renee from the as Turf. Um, Very cool person, Um, exactly the way she is on Twitter. Um, Transfers over to how she is um, when you meet her in person. So, uh, very cool person. And uh, hopefully next year we can actually have a huge... Uh, a bigger DOE presence um than what we had this year I mean three people that that's a blast I mean we we had a blast with three people but with more I'm imagining it 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 will be phenomenal
3: yeah and we'll actually um we're hoping to actually do some promotion if we do that next year too whereas this year it was kind of a lot of last minute planning and you know didn't even have postcards made or anything like that so but, I mean, that's not a big deal. But, you know, yeah, we it, it'll be a lot more fun if we get more people especially. But the three of us should definitely be there next year. So, oh, yeah. if nothing else, if anyone wants to come up and meet us next year, we'll definitely be there. So, you
2: have 364 days, right? Three 364, 362 <laughs> 363. <laughs> I'm forgetting some numbers here.
3: I, I think we're we're a little out of sync with time in general after con, so it's, it should be expected.
2: That's why we're doing this show here, folks, because we're trying to get back into the sync of things. Um, but the rest of Dragon Con was amazing, too, at, in itself. Uh, definitely got to see... Um, I definitely... It was the first time I ever got to see the uh, Crew Shadows play live, and They have a phenomenal, phenomenal stage show. Um, I saw, you know, they had their crew shadow dancers on on the front of the stage, but um, up on top, and I was kind of towards the back of the um, auditorium, actually, where the the hall is called in a hotel. Um, And they had some guy on a riser. They had someone on a riser actually, you know, Whirling lights, like I said, I for a for a, for a stage show, I, I've never seen anything like that. That that was pretty uh, pretty awesome. There.
3: I just I just think that the uh, crocheted dances are really all you need for
2: entertainment, personally. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't know where to go with that. There, <laughs> I, I was gonna follow that up or something, but you know, completely. <laughs> Yes, photos of Dragon DragonCon on Facebook. Um, we got to hit up uh, various panels, too, like uh, T.G. Mondelf was saying. You got to uh, meet Michelle Belanger um, when she was talking about uh, vampires, myth, and uh, reality, which was a very interesting panel. Um, the Dark Fairies panel where...
3: Which? Elena. That's where.
2: Okay, Kalena Price. Um, that was another very interesting panel um
3: we had the true blood panel which was very entertaining um and uh and, and we got surprised by the king of mississippi being there we didn't know he was going to be there and um and the lady who plays pam is is much more attractive in person <laughs> i mean all the stuff they put on her on tv like actually makes her less attractive which is something you wouldn't think that they would do but but yeah, so that was that. And then there was the Star Wars panel with Carrie Fisher, which was awesome. Of course, Carrie Fisher is always hilarious as hell anyway. Peter Mayhew,
2: Peter Mayhew the guy who plays Chewbacca, he, w- he was another funny person. Um, I- I've got to give it, I gotta give it uh, credit to those guys from the original trilogy of the Star Wars films because um, they've been doing it for a lot longer than any of the new uh, Star Wars cast members. Um, they've been doing it for 30 plus years now. Um. So they go in and out of cons, and they deal with fans constantly. And to come back and want to deal with fans some more, you know, I, I, especially with Star Wars, since there are, you know, you'll have people who shot first, Han Grito, you know, asking questions at conventions. So you know, for them to want to continuously put up with that, you know, big props to them over there, definitely. And we also had Stan Lee. Oh yes, Stan Lee. <laughs> Yay, Stanley! Um, that that was a great one. Um, we even got to find out what his cameo in the Avengers was. Looking forward to that. Um, yes, his panel was fun. Uh, Christopher Lloyd, his, his his panel was a riot. Uh, Lloyd's panel was a riot.
3: Yeah, Christopher Lloyd was great. Um, and and of course, it's really funny because. Even though he tries, he tries to play off, you know, like the, the the straight character. You know, he like he plays everything straight. You know, he's he doesn't really try to be funny, but there's just like certain um, certain comments or, or you know uh, answers that he would give that are just like almost in character in a way. You know, you can tell that 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 was his personality coming through in those characters, and and it's just like hilarious as hell when when he would do it. So.
2: Oh yeah, totally Without a doubt um, His panel was Hilarious um, and, and we're I'm actually surprised We got in there Because we actually Came late to the uh, Started line, line, uh, Starting the lineup Of Christopher Lloyd um, So we actually got in I think it was Everyone got lost In the shuffle Because Shatner was In the room next door um, But we went to see Christopher Lloyd Support right there um, Yeah so, anyways. But, uh, no, tons of fun at Dragon Con. We actually were in costume, too, um, or tried to stay in costume, um, although...
3: Yeah, we, 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 uh, we were in costume um, Saturday. DJ Parallax as Nick Fury and myself as a uh, S.T.A.R.S. agent from Resident Evil. Um, But, of course, because the the super, super heat and the fact that Nick Fury was wearing a military sweater uh, made of wool. (laughs) So, of course, that came off. But then again, you know, you see these other people at Con who, like, they're not even wearing clothes. It's like they're wearing, you know, suits of armor. And, you know, some of them, you know, may be made out of polymers and stuff. But, you know, you had the Iron Man. The Iron Man guy who, I mean, he looked like a real Iron Man. I mean, it's like all made out of metal. Um, so there was a lot of people out of there wearing some really heavy-duty stuff. Of course, I mean, you know, anything from Chewbacca to Iron Man, basically, you know, and lots of things in between that I don't know how these people survived the heat. I don't know how they did it. I think most of them just stayed um, up in the, the, the Marriott outside the ballroom and just let people take photos of them. Um, Like the guy who looked like an actual Bumblebee Transformer. That was freaking awesome. So, I mean, stuff like that is just amazing.
2: It it was amazing to see a lot of the costumes. A lot of people put a lot of effort into their costumes, and and it really showed. Um, You know, they probably used the uh, Skywalkways that we didn't know about. Thank you, Renee, for showing us them. (laughs)
3: Because before we knew about the uh, the skyways, we were like just you know going across the street all the time with half the other people at Con. Um, the smart people were staying in the air condition and you know using the skyways instead. So,
2: yeah, it, it's uh, you know it, it was a bad decision on uh, our part walking in the middle of the you know would have made our trips to the Westin a lot easier. Um, we we missed out on the uh, Walking Dead panel something we both wanted to see. And we uh, also missed out on the Rift Tracks panel, which uh, I wanted to see for various reasons.
3: Mystery Science Theater. Yeah, I was gonna say there was actually a couple things that we didn't get to go to, um, and a lot of that was just because we had been walking around so much, or you got to stop and eat eventually, or you just got to stop and sit, or, or we, we, you know, would actually finally run into somebody we knew, which was kind of unusual because the first day, uh, like I didn't have my phone because my phone was dead, so I couldn't contact any of our friends. So we were just like lost in, in that sense, and oddly didn't run into anybody because there's just so many people down there. Um, but got lucky the next day and ran into like almost everybody, just about um, except for a few. But but yeah, I mean it's just it, it's it's just nuts. I mean there was a few, there was a few things that we didn't get to go to, um, and like for instance the cabaret that we totally forgot about. Um, (laughs) which, um, for those of you who don't know, is basically a cabaret of, uh, famous comic characters. (laughs) So, that's the Dragon Con twist to make it a little interesting.
2: There was a, there was definitely a lot of, uh, Dragon Con twists at Dragon Con. Um, and and thank, and thank God for that app. I, I, definitely have to say thank God for that app. when you downloaded their, uh when you downloaded their book um it, it, and i call it a book they call it a pamphlet i, I, I call it a book because um, it pretty much translated to be like 40 50 pages um of the schedule and i couldn't imagine seriously i couldn't imagine flipping through that um the dragon Con app was really nice because it had everything all organized and for people with non-dead phones um they could look at it and stuff like that so it, it was very cool very organized um some things, mm, they didn't really organize too well, like people line jumping, but that's neither here nor there.
3: Well, not only that, but there was a, a couple of things we didn't get into just because the lines were too long and because um, you have limits by the fire marshals on how many people can actually go into the ballroom, things like that. I don't know how long it's been that way um, at Dragon Con. I think it's kind of only recently um, gotten more or less like that or gotten worse anyway, and it's just because... The attendance levels have escalated so much, you know, just in the past couple years, so I think that has a lot to do with it. You know, you have more and more people going to con, and the rooms are only so big, and even even though you have, like, a huge ballroom, I mean, you've got, what was it, over 40,000 people this year, so, you know, depending on how many people out of those 40,000 decide to go to that specific event at that time is going to depend on how many people are actually going to get in, so...
2: So it, it was, you know, it's always a hit, hit or miss. So you got to make sure that you're there early for the things that you want to attend.
3: Supposedly, uh, from what other people told us, and it seemed to work perfectly well for the area show because we made sure we were not going to miss that. Um, the- yeah, people say uh, they, they pretty much have like a one-hour rule. In other words, um, if you want to go something that's that's going to be like a huge event that um, may get overcrowded, and, and to avoid actually missing the event by not being able to get in, make sure you're there an hour early. So if you're there an hour early, you're pretty much assured that you're going to be far enough ahead in the in the front half of the line that you're going to get in. You're not going to get stuck out, and that seems to work. so
2: it did seem to work for a lot of the things that we want to do all right um while we did touch on the dragon con thing um before we wrap up the dragon con conversation um all right i'll go shoot this question over to tg mondolf over here your favorite dragon con moment
3: oh my god my favorite moment that's hard (laughs) that's really hard that's really really hard god um wow I would have to say, as much as, and of course I was super excited to, to meet Michelle Belanger, that was actually one of the things I was really looking forward to um, this year, but I actually think that my favorite moment was the surprise at the end, because um, I was looking for uh, Kalena, uh, Kalena Price's uh, booth to buy her books, and um, didn't really get a chance to talk to her after the panel. Because um, we had to be somewhere else, so of course we had to take off.
2: Right. So You had limited time to talk to the people, at, you know, on smaller panels. Obviously, on bigger panels, they would not let you. You know, you couldn't stop and talk with Christopher Lloyd after, but on the smaller panels, you could talk with the people. Right.
3: So basically, we we had already planned to be somewhere else after that panel, so we didn't really have a lot of time to wait around. So we took off. Um, and, um, and even though it was a new discovery, and you know, a new uh, author that I hadn't heard of before, um, it was a combination of, you know, the fact that she actually researched the information, which, uh, seems like a lot of people who write in supernatural fiction unfortunately don't, which is one of the reasons why I haven't really read a lot of it. I've only read very little of it. Um... But also the fact that you know she had this specific interest in dark fairies, which is something I you know have a lot more interest in and been studying more recently, and of course you know she just had a great personality. And um, so anyway, but um, you know basically finding her at the end it was a complete coincidence. Um, we had walked past her booth when we went through all the dealer areas and everything, and then um, I was actually down there. I had went back into the dealer area. To meet a friend who lives out here locally who i had missed throughout the entire con the cons like shutting down in less than an hour it's a monday and just happened to turn around and rich was like hey isn't that and i'm like yeah it is so i ran over and went to get her books and actually got a chance to talk to her because she happened to be standing there and so that kind of that that would probably be my favorite point i guess
2: and that, that, was a, uh, that, that was a pretty interesting surprise um, mine I would have to say I, I mean I, I love the Area concert um, and, and seriously I, I was waiting two years for that um, most memorable moment though was the conversation that we got to have with Area on Monday um, Jennifer on Monday and let me just tell you um, sweetest person um, you know definitely uh, very passionate about her music And it it shows. Um, It definitely shows in each and every one of her tracks that, you know, pretty much you can tell, but when she talks about it, she has that same passion. And, uh, you know, she keeps music fresh, interesting all the time, and is one hardworking artist and, uh, you know, one hardworking musician. So definitely um, that and just having that interaction with her on Monday was just um, the bee's knees for me. Seriously.
3: I think that's really, um, to me, that was kind of a big point. Is not just you know meeting these artists, but the fact that they were really you know kind, sweet people. You know, it wasn't like there was no arrogance there, there was no pretentiousness there, which unfortunately you get a lot in this scene. So to me, that was a huge part of it. You know that you know all three of these women that we met, you know Michelle and Kalina and, and Jennifer. We're, I mean, just, you know, sweetest can be great, you know, down to earth people. And just, they, they just talk to you like anybody else, you know. And, and I'm not, you know, the type of person who usually gets starstruck. And, and so whenever I try to talk to someone in the industry, especially, and just, you know, communicate with them on an even level, um, it, it gets frustrating when someone tries to, you know, pull a, pull a, an attitude with me, and I'm like, okay, whatever, you know. So it's really refreshing to see that, and and I'm hoping that more people will take a cue from her and from these other artists as well, and and take that to heart and keep that in mind. You know that not everyone's going to be a Gaga little fanboy over everybody, and you don't have to, you know uh you know having have an attitude with people that you know you can talk to people just like they're just humans you know they're just there for whatever you know and it and you know half the time it's just to say hey i love what you do you're a great artist you know so to me it's no different than meeting an artist on the street you know and you see their artwork you know like someone who's a a painter or something like that and you're like hey that's a really great painting you're a great artist you know to me there's no difference in that so
2: you know, that, that's, that's what keeps, you know, that, that's what keeps your fans, you know, and, and you know, it, it's like, you know, and, and I'll say, you know, on record, I'll go on on saying that, you know, I, I haven't talked with too many music artists, but the music artists that I have talked with, um, th- they have all been awesome people. And I can't stress that enough, you know, even if it's not like a face to face conversation, even if it's an over the Internet conversation, um, people like Misha, the guys from Twitch the Ripper, um, you know, very awesome people indeed, you know, and these, you know, they have great interactions with their fans, they have great interactions with people that, you know, appreciate their music and, and, you know, it goes along with you know they're such awesome people too. They put out such an awesome product. You don't mind promoting them. You don't mind doing things. For them, you know,
3: with the the new state of media today, you know it's not like you just go buy a CD in the record store and you never see you know the artist or anything like that. Nowadays, you know, uh, fans can contact the artists on the internet. You know, and a lot of a lot more bands actually have to get out to shows. And not only get out to shows, but they have to interact with the fans. I mean, that's really the only way to sell music today. So, you know, the fact that, you know, there are the artists that actually do that, I think those are the ones who are really gaining the respect of the people who listen to them. You know, and I think they're the ones who are going to still be around several years from now.
2: Or at least my fingers crossed that they're still around, you know. I mean, it is tough times, uh, but, you know, and with the Internet... (coughs) The internet makes things tougher as, as anything, you know. The internet is always the, you know, double-edged sword. It, it helps you out with things, and then at the same time, um, because you have those people that, you know, want to steal and share music, you know, it makes it a double-edged sword. So, But that's a conversation for another time. Hopefully something that both uh, either yourself, um, T.G. Mondolf, and Renee from Ask Land Turf, hopefully we can get actually a show where we're actually doing like a big discussion on this actually because i I think that we mentioned it at con and i think it would be a very interesting concept to do
3: yeah at a con we thought about and and hopefully we can get this off the ground i don't know if it's actually going to happen or not but um hopefully we can do this we're thinking of trying to find a way where we can actually sit down and talk about different things um dealing with the music industry and 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 also just about the music in general you know uh, friendly debates i guess you could kind of say um to just to get some different perspective and just throw something out there and even if other people listening like completely disagree with us hopefully it'll at least get them thinking you know and that's really what we want to do is just to get people thinking and to throw some ideas out and to to you know stir up conversation basically and to kind of get things rolling in that area so you know if for no other reason for fun and interest but you know it may actually you know somehow benefit the industry to actually get people thinking on some of these things so
2: it, it truly might and remember we're we're here to play music um play and share with all of you guys what we enjoy and love so much you know and that and that's music you know um And anyone that I've talked to, it's clear that on everyone's end, we all love and appreciate music. So um, that's why we have so much fun doing these podcasts. All right. Um, For those of you listeners that did go to Dragon Con, I would like to hear your favorite Dragon Con moment. So tweet me at underscore DJ underscore Parallax on twitter or you can go to the department of evil facebook page and you can post your favorite dragon con poem um, moment under the um post heading that i'll have i'll start a comment thread under that post your dragon con moment um and like i said you can either do that on twitter or facebook that pretty much hits up all the social media right there Alrighty then um and of course for those of you that don't know how to spell parallax um i'll put it on the uh, the set list and everything too as well all right coming up in the next set i have some xrx some system sin and some suicide commando this is really just a uh, fun creative set that i just put together for everybody um this show total show is just a fun and creative set so all right and we'll get back to you guys after the set off was Push It from XRX, and that was off XRX's latest album. Um, After that was The Disappearance from System Sin, and following that was See You in Hell from Suicide Commando. All right, I had a pretty much fun After Dragon Con podcast. I don't know about you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, okay. All right, well, that pretty much answers that. So, hopefully, you know, the nexus of people didn't scare off D.G. Mondolph. Wait a second, I am on latex radio. It can't scare him off. <laughs> I won't be on latex radio tomorrow. You'll, you'll all see that on the... <laughs> oh, wait.
3: Um, to add to the Dragon Con stuff real quick, um, the, you guys have to... Anyone who is fr- um, friends with either myself or uh, D.G. Parallax on Facebook... Has to check out um, our Dragon Con photos because there's also an, a, a nice little photo of you and Jennifer Parkin. <laughs> that's, what,
2: that's what I was talking about before. For those of you that are friends with me on Facebook, um, that 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 is a, it, it's an awesome photo, an epic photo. It's gonna find something hard to beat that for a new profile picture, um, <laughs> definitely. Um, but you know, I, I have this smile that pretty much covers my whole entire face. That's what I was talking about at the yeah that one. Uh, What I was talking about at the beginning of the show. um, So, yeah, definitely. Um, I'd like to, okay, as always in closing of my shows, I like to give little shout-outs, little plugs. Um, For those of you that aren't familiar with any of the bands that um, we're talking about, I'll include links at the bottom of my show, and I'm going to start doing that from now on. Um, While it's all nice and everything that I do play the artists on the show and, you know, play their music and spin their music and but I'm really not actually putting down their websites. I, I mean I do it when I do Dragonfly Lingo and other, you know, bands. But I'm gonna start doing that right now, putting the links there. So you can actually as soon as you're done hearing the podcast be like, oh well I want to hear from more from Cellmod. Go to Cellmod's website, check out Cellmod stuff, buy some Cellmod, put it into your iTunes, Amazon, um, you know, whatever music um buying software you have you know definitely put it there all right um anyways um like i was now i forgot what i was all saying uh, um but th- we've gotten to the part of the show where i like to do the plugs so also too um you can find us on facebook at the department of evil and just hit that nifty little like button up on the top there um, you can find us on Twitter, and I am at underscore DJ underscore
3: Parallax on Twitter, and TG am at uh, Latex Records on Twitter. You can find us both
2: on Twitter, and then, uh, you know, just hit follow us. We're pretty much, we're not one of those people that won't, you know, follow you back. We'll follow you back, and you'll you'll... Uh, yeah we're not one people all right' I'm, I'm being corrected on my own show here now
1: <laughs> I, I just couldn't resist that one sorry Th-
2: this is what I get for taking on a co-host um, <laughs> that I did that I did um but you know we follow back you'll you'll uh, you'll 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 regret it and following us you know after because the numerous tweets we make especially on a follow Friday or music Monday oh. Boy, oh boy! I'm surprised I still have the number of followers I
3: have. <laughs> you know, I, th- I think the only one who's been carrying on our our usual tradition of uh, how we used to tweet during the days um, between all the Department of Evil members and, of course, our you know most faithful followers like Violence and uh, Violet Sin um, is, uh, I think, Caustic and Metropolis Records. I think are the only ones who are still going at it. So. <laughs>
2: And we and we still have to thank uh, Gary Rivethead Ross down Twitter for all his for all his shouts uh, uh, on everything that he does there. Um, but also, do check out um, like we did say we didn't uh, run into a name over at DragonCon. Do check out if you haven't checked out the As Turf podcast yet. I highly recommend that you do. Um, her link will be at the bottom of the page as well, too. Um, also, uh, you can check out latexrecords.com and Latex Radio um, for not only just the Nexus of Evil, but Audio Exile and... What is David
1: Lee's show again?
2: This is the this stump. Is this, this, is, this is... We both went through a little phase of... Uh, just being burnt out on things so now it's like uh, it's something with industrial dave and and i i'm i'm sorry to david lee who's either listening or not listening by now
3: and the sad thing is what pops in my head instead of the name of his podcast is uh, a name of a band that he had back in the 90s called demolition league which i know is not the name of his podcast so that doesn't help at all
2: well well yes um so definitely check out um latex radio um, for our podcast too there also um because i hopefully will be back shortly on dark side radio don't forget to check out dark side radio with dj xavier on saturday nights from 10 p.m to 12 a.m and dj mirage on sunday nights from 10 p.m to 12 a.m um, and they do live shows, they spin for you live you can follow Dark Side Radio on Twitter um, and send your request there too, they'll definitely see it and hopefully they'll be able to play something for you there
3: and speaking of shout outs, uh, this is actually more for the for our, our local people um, at Dragon Con, the third night of the Dragon Dance was actually DJed by DJ VJ Anthony, who is uh, one of the resident DJs of uh, the shelter, which is the local venue that hosts the Atlanta DOS Bunker. So um, check out The Shelter on Facebook as well, um, and that's The Shelter as one word. If you put that in, you'll get the official page. Um, if you separate it, you'll get something else. <laughs> so, um, and then of course, um, DJ Anthony, uh, I, I believe he's probably linked from their page as well. Um, also, I think um, since, uh, since we're gonna start putting the artist links um, on the playlist, I think is what we'll do for um, this particular episode. Uh, we're going to also put the links to uh, Michelle Bellanger's website and also um, uh, Kalana Price as well. So that way you can check out their, their work as well. Um, so anyone interested in psychic vampirism or vampirism in general um, or any of the associated metaphysics, um, check out Michelle Belanger. She has some really, really interesting stuff there. I know most people in the goth scene probably already know about her um and um and kalena price um i really don't know how long she's been around i've heard people mention a television show called haven and i know she has a vampire series which is called the haven series i don't know if they're the same thing or not so i'm still trying to figure that one out um because like i said this is new to me she her work is new to me um but um if if you see uh she also has a Facebook page. And, uh, and of course, when you see photos of her, it's obvious she's a goth. <laughs> um, her favorite band, Crew Shadows. So, yeah, she's one of us people. Check her out.
2: And as usual too, don't forget to check out the rest of the Department of Evils, uh, the Department of Evil's podcasts, Razorblade blade Dance Floor, the Inside Outcast, um, Dark Horizons. Um, don't forget to t- uh, check out EBM radio, which is a uh, live uh, which is a streaming radio 24/7 uh, station. You can always—they uh, even have a request feature over there too. Um, so definitely check out those pages. Stop by the Department of Evil, say hi to us, um, tell us that we're pretty long-winded and stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> to talk
3: too much, yeah. That, especially on this podcast.
2: Tell us to shut up. That—that—that—that's going <laughs> Play to. More
3: music. Shut up. <laughs> you guys won't
0: shut up. Hi, I'd like to hear more music, please.
2: Play more music. I, I promise, I'm making that up in the in the second one that I'm doing this week. <laughs> Um, because I've been so bad, I am also doing a second show this week. Um, uh, my shows will go back to normal. Uh, I start work next week, so um, I'll be on like an every-other-week schedule. Um, so hopefully everything will be uh, all back to normal after that. All right, I'd like to thank all of you guys for tuning into this podcast, downloading it, and putting it on your mobile listening devices. I'd like to thank T.G. Mondal for coming and co-hosting this with me. Is there anything you'd like to add before I... Uh,
3: The only thing I can think of is, um, as most people know who uh, have followed Latex Records at all, there hasn't been a lot of activity um, lately, although we did have a few releases last year. But um, I recently put up um, special pricing for the double CD compilation of Primal River Valley at um, CD Baby and uh, you can now get that two-CD compilation for only 10 bucks. So go check that out as well, um, while I, physical copies actually still exist, um, <laughs> so because I, I won't be making any more. So once they run out, they run out.
2: All right. Well, I'd, again, thank you all for your support and uh, your continued support and everything else like that. I, I, I appreciate it. We all appreciate it. Um, and closing um, tonight's set off will be Winterborn from the Crew Shadows another one of the performers oh, that Dragon Con. another Dragon Con performer um so yeah this this Dragon Con had a lot of performers Crew Shadows uh, area attention be-
3: system and Abney Park yeah
2: so there there was uh qu- there was quite a bit of performers over at Dragon Con this year all right hopefully um maybe next year some of you guys will Come out, and we can meet you uh, in person over at DragonCon. All right, and you have yourselves a good evening.